Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. And I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who read, readers who write, and, and everyone, everyone who, who loves, loves words. At the end of each year, since starting the podcast, we yes. have always kind of gone back over the year and done a little um, review of the year, talked about what happened um, in our writing lives and uh, reading lives and just kind of um, did we meet our goals or not and what was good or bad about the year in that process. And so that's what we're doing today. We're talking about 2022 and what happened this year. Um, I love these conversations. Yes. It, it's interesting to see what intention we set. Yes. And kind of how how it played out. Yes. Like, <laughs> It has been so interesting. Over each of the years, I feel like the intention has both shifted and also been more um, fitting than we even thought. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Mm -hmm. I feel that way for this year. Yeah, same. I listened over the what we had talked about and kind of what intentions we had set and I, I just find it funny how words come out that all of a sudden show up in other places yeah. and how there might be a shift, mm-hmm. but but it really does end up kind of setting that goal yeah. intention, regardless of whether the specifics of them are met. Yes. So. <laughs> Do you want to start? I would love to. Um, a lot of. I I was re-listening this morning to that mm-hmm. conversation and a lot of what I was saying was around like safety and mm-hmm. I was going to be doing the continuing the work of journaling um, and my phrase was feel your way through one step at a time mm-hmm. and the year before it had been do your work and those kind of built into each other and melded into each other in unique ways. And it was a very... 2022 has been such a... Compared to the previous year, which it was all very uniform. Like there was, this is your job Mm -hmm. to do for this time frame, this season. And you do it, and it's, like, incredibly scheduled out. Mm-hmm. And this year was completely the opposite. Like, yeah. it was chaos. It was... I... My parents live with us and yeah. teach our kids three times this year. Um, they had to just leave mm-hmm. for a week or two. And so all of a sudden, I ended up teaching and um which was funny because I actually said that I wanted to teach a train so I'm like well <laughs> I Different got to do it yeah, <laughs> exactly my intention but it it was interesting how that kind of intuitive that instinctual that feeling my way through on any given day and just seeing what needed to happen kind of what could be set aside there was a lot of kind of shifting (laughs) that occurred over time and I think as a practice it really knowing that I wanted to kind of intuit where to go and what to do really did help with having to 
pivot and shuffle and change and not really being able to plan much in advance. Yeah. Erin um, and I ended up going to New York in July, but he, I kind of joked that even a week before we didn't know really if it was going to happen. Like yeah, we're, everything had to be cancelable, and we were like, "Okay, we're going to just see if his work will allow it, and if." Everything else will come, you know, will actually have people who can stay with the kids. And so there was a lot of that kind of having, yeah, having to kind of change and maneuver. And then like the safety aspect and kind of getting more in touch with myself Mm. played out halfway through the year. All of a sudden I had a medical emergency um, and I, it's still present where I I can't hear partly in in my left ear. And it's kind of risen and fallen over time. I'm still trying to get kind of some expertise to help me diagnose what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've done a lot of tests to try to figure it out. But there's been days where it's really bad and I can't. I can't really hear myself and I can't judge or or even kind of temper my volume. Yeah. And that's been a bit like it's required a lot of that kind of trust and mm-hmm. just <laughs> letting it be and letting my body like supporting my body. Mm-hmm. Um but also not forcing too many things on it. Um, understanding that I had put my body through a lot, kind of with the first six months of the year, with all the things that we were doing. And so I kind of had to give myself a little bit of a kind of, okay, body, we will listen to you and we will just have to go with what you're feeling today and how you show up because I have zero control over it. Um, So that kind of, it it really forced me to get very kind of connected with my body and, and really that, that, okay, where are we at at this point? Like, what are we capable of doing and how do we need to shift and maybe change how we show up, yeah. um, which I I actually had a lot of days where I had to just, I'm on prednisone and that's really wrecked my energy and I just had to like lay down and like do nothing or read. Um, yeah. And that was fascinating because I did a lot, since my attention has been a little bit different, I read a lot of books that I love but I've read before mm-hmm. and I I Just did it like with the yeah with a unique lens in trying to figure out some of what they did but it was kind of just for pleasure yeah. in some ways too which ended up being really nourishing yeah. in ways I didn't expect either and and that's kind of part of this how does actually the year show up? The mm. it, it was completely different than I was anticipating with what I worked on. What <laughs> it was a lot of getting the house a home before yeah. June, and I then mean, it you was, just moved. Just yeah. Like, yeah, 
And then it was really working on nourishing myself and giving my body what it needed after all the work that it had done. Mm. But even in kind of some of the the stuff that we had hoped to do, we also did classes and I was able to teach and train in that way. Mm -hmm. And And you did awesome. That was (laughs) so great. It was kind of amazing. And it was it was so um it was such joy, even in it it was kind of it took like this level of reminding myself that even though it feels a little scary or intimidating yeah. that that there's also that excitement yeah. and I just loved teaching the classes that I did on on Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and on Loki like it, it felt like from a like something that I personally enjoyed and connected to yeah. I was able to do that and also draw out things that I felt were actually useful yeah which, it was super applicable Mm-hmm. Which is fun. <laughs> yeah. I love that in like what you shared, there's um, so much about how we feel. Like, I mean, your, your phrase of like feeling your way through, it's fairly abstract, but a lot of yes. feeling our way through comes down to our bodies and paying attention yes. to our bodies. And, and so, I mean, you were kind of forced into that, which is not great. It's <laughs> a shame. <laughs> But I think there's something to be learned there, like noticing when your body is feeling tight and sore or hurting or just exhausted and, and giving yourself what you need in those moments. Yes. And, and even where the small things yeah. are that help with that. Yes. Like I was realizing since hearing it has been changed, mm-hmm. like my sense of smell like changed as well and it was funny how bringing something that was really calming into the in the environment kind of really helped or Mm. bringing different colors into the environment and even setting up my earbuds a certain way allowed me to get like the maximum (laughs) enjoyment out of something and even allowing that to dynamically shift Mm. um as as it kind of goes and comes and kind of changes over time that was really helpful too as part of that kind of checking in process yeah there's so much intuition in that too which was i think another thing you talked about at the beginning of the year yes Um, and even kind of letting those things those little markers be a little bit of a compass to kind of just point you on your way even if you're not necessarily like this is what I need to do sure kind of just checking it out and being like oh will will this help or will will it not like and even being open to that Um, well and even with the classes there was so much of that intuition and so much of like you choosing things that made you excited that you felt excited about um and then sharing the aspects of those things that that you highlighted you know like if someone else taught that those classes, it would be different than you teaching them. And I, I loved watching you um, just put those classes together and explore, like, what is it to me that's um, important in this story or that stands out? And how can I um, help other writers to hone their craft by pulling out some of those things? 
Yeah, it was really I great. I love that. Thank you. Like, you. And thank <laughs> you for like hearing that back to me. Because sometimes you think almost that things are a little objective. And then yeah. it's like, oh, if anyone taught that class, they would probably teach the same things. And thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> it was entirely unique. It was entirely Laura. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> yeah. So at the beginning of the year, I told you um, my word for the year was to revise and yes. kind of this idea of reframing. Um, and I felt like it involved both my writing work and wanting to um, revise the things that I was working on and then also my personal life. Um and I really feel like that was very much what the year was yes. <laughs> in a lot of ways. Uh, maybe less so my writing life than my personal life, but there was a lot of revision um, and reframing in my personal life of my own past and my identity. And um, yeah, I, for the past few years, have been doing a lot of research on autism since Thaddeus, my son, was diagnosed. And this was the first year that I kind of um, claimed that label for myself. Yes. Um, And it was really helpful. I pursued a diagnosis for a little while and was frustrated. (laughs) I I didn't actually get to the point of testing, but I talked to my psychiatrist about it and some things. and, um, And while she was very... She didn't dissuade. Well, she basically. This is more than anyone cares to know, but no, but she no. basically was of the belief that labels aren't helpful and kind of like why do you need to even mm. have a diagnosis? Like, why can't you just know? And like, what do you? Um, and that was frustrating for me. But as I did more research myself, um, I really learned a lot about women and um, women on the spectrum. Yeah, and. It was really fascinating because I have always been kind of against self-diagnosis, like kind of feeling like mm. um, like it can muddy the waters or, or yeah. maybe like, you know, there's kind of that idea of like people saying, oh, I'm so OCD or like, but they're yes. not really. And it kind of like takes away from the actual meaning. Um, and so that was kind of my philosophy. And I really, as I did more research um, on autism in particular, a lot of um, there's a lot more acceptance of self-diagnosis, yeah. um, particularly for women, because the tests are really skewed um, yes. and really gender biased. Um, so this was the first year that I said I am the self-diagnosed autistic Yay. after a lot of research. Um, and really, I did not take that lightly. <laughs> there really was a lot of research. Yeah. Um, but it was really freeing in a lot of ways and made... Um, helped me to understand a lot of my past and who I am now. And it really, um, I think I've lived with a lot of my, I lived a lot of my life feeling like I was broken and something was wrong yeah. with me. And it really helped release that and yes. be like, oh, <laughs> this makes sense now. <laughs> it's not just something's wrong with me. Like my brain works different and that's okay. Um, but it was also really scary and really, uh, like deregulating almost to even just do that research and look into my past like that. And, um, it affected in 
as I did that and started to kind of unmask a little bit, yeah. it affected my marriage and my relationships and things, um, and not always in positive ways and yeah. in ways that upset the norm, I guess. Yeah. Um, and as I started asking for what I needed instead of just trying to <laughs> make it through or cover those um, quirks or idiosyncrasies or whatever, um, yeah, it, it disrupted things and it was yes. very uncomfortable. But I think it was a reframing and a revision and mm. I'm really grateful for it. I feel yes. like it's been good work to do, but yes, difficult work at times, which is kind of what revision is. And, and I think um, in terms of my writing goals and things, like I wanted to... <sighs> I think I did a lot of revising how I approached my work. Mm-hmm. Um, I did revise one book, um, the one that I wanted to at the beginning of the year, but I spent a lot more of the year drafting than I expected to. But I changed a lot of my process this year. I started a critique group and some things like that that I wasn't planning on, um, but that ended up being really, really helpful. Um, and I revised a lot of how I approach my work. Um, I'd been doing marketing work and copy editing work for a long time and I stopped that because it was stressful for me. And I think as I Mm. like recognized some more of my identity, I could recognize more of like what was helpful for me and what wasn't. Um, and I really realized how feeding it was for me to do book coaching and developmental edits. And so I started doing that this year, which was amazing and been so much fun. Um, and then I got a, little part-time job that was like totally not related to writing but was so like I basically get to play with a fidget toy (laughs) and I really went into it like thinking okay what kind of job do I need what do I need for what I know about myself now um and it's been fascinating and and I've learned things too like this job is a little overstimulating in terms of noise and so I definitely like come home and then you'd like to sit in a quiet room for a long time um, but I'm learning to ask for that and to demand that even, um, which I don't think I would have before. I would have kind of put my own needs second. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's been a really, I feel like it's been a really good year in terms of both my personal life and my writing, but also a lot of upheaval. Yeah. Um, or like a lot of revision. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's something so powerful about knowing what it is you need like Mm. having that certainty of knowing what it is you need and then having the ability the confidence whatever it is to ask for it and to realize and even to communicate that by giving yourself what it is you need you'll actually be able to show up better in other spaces like that's it's so powerful yeah Absolutely. And I think I spent so much of my life just feeling overwhelmed yeah. and not knowing why. Yeah. Um, and it's been so helpful as I've learned about a lot of this stuff to explore some, some sensory overload and to start yeah. to like pinpoint, oh, this is why I'm feeling overwhelmed. Yes. And I can recognize it now in a way that I couldn't before having that, um, that knowledge or doing that research. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And, and kind of getting, also getting in touch with that intuition too yes well and it's kind of varying those things of knowledge and vocabulary and the experiential of 
this is how it could look like. Yes. Being able to say, okay, this is me in a situation. Oh, that template applies to yes. me. Yes. <laughs> and maybe if I do this instead, or maybe yeah. if I set this boundary, it will help change what's going on yeah. within me. And it's been really helpful too to have that language between other people also, like to have Brian understand that language and to be able to say yes. like, here's what's going on. Um, it's so much easier than just like, I'm just right. <laughs> grumpy and overwhelmed and losing right. my shit at everybody. Well, and, and that's just the, like, that's just the symptom of what's like, mm-hmm. like it's just how it's presenting totally. on the outside. And, and I think as we dig further into mm-hmm. those things, we can gain that understanding and sometimes even that understanding with ourselves yeah. so that we don't continue to kind of react to ourselves and be like, why am I doing this? Why am I? Yeah. Because I think that that can get into like those cycles of you think the problem is your anger or the fact that you're overwhelmed by something and all of a sudden... But no, it's kind of like, okay, this is the context in which I am. If I remove this from this right. context, we will be a lot better yes. in this space or in this relationship or yeah. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that walking through that has that, has such a strong value and being yeah. able to then communicate on that level with the people in those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, some of my, like, specific goals for writing, yeah. like, I wanted to apply to um, Pitch Wars, which yeah. ended. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I saw that. Um, you know, so there are some yeah. external things that affected some of my specific goals, but also just other things that affected it, too, and my yeah. own... Um, shifts and changes and I think that's okay you know like that's happened every year is, we've yeah. had specific goals for our writing that haven't happened but so often the big goal or the like word for the year the phrase yes. for the year has still applied and I definitely felt that this year I, I think so too and I think I, I'm reminding myself that the accomplishment of the goal doesn't mean that work hasn't been made towards yeah. a goal yeah. um, whatever that is and that's been me too that with um i've found out that i can potentially go to australia this year which i i had kind of hinted at the last year's conversation that i was possibly going and i was hoping to be able to do that and walk through the locations of my book before finishing it and i hopefully if (laughs) if nothing else comes up um We'll be able to. And I'm very excited about that. I mm. I think there is power about standing in a place and being able to kind of take in everything from yeah. your senses. And that's going to be one of the first things I do while I'm there. So I'm really looking forward to that. And awesome. also being able to... I've been... We've talked about the metaphor of cooking as mm-hmm. we work on different books. And I've let certain ones kind of start to develop i've had i have one that i'm going to be writing next year most likely and that has gotten a lot of clarity over this year and i'm kind of reminding myself that 
the podcast goals we had, we actually made each and every one. Like we did the five dollar writing class. We got on Spotify and we We got a shop. shop. Yay! Go check out our shop. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) We're actually wearing our shirts. Yes, we are. Um, yeah, that's, that's true, which is amazing. And that's huge. Yeah. And then there was actually a space for kind of dreaming mm. in this last year. Like, I know for me, I as we had kind of talked and developed the year, like the, the Marvel storytelling, mm-hmm. having the conversation with Katrina about WandaVision and having the conversation with MJ about kind of characters yeah. in the Marvel universe. It was a dream that all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I would love to be able to do that. Like it just came yeah. into my head and it was something that I was I was excited about. I was like nervous and excited <laughs> as I was writing the emails to them, or the, the messages, the IMs. And I just, having that, becoming a thing like was just huge and it was such joy and I was just re-reminded how those things those little moments that may feel insignificant can be just huge within us yes like and and not downplaying them not not telling ourselves oh it's not that big of a deal because often that's what we do. We yes. kind of shut ourselves down and yes. we're like, it's okay. I don't need that. Or it's okay. I, I don't need to go to that restaurant. Or I don't need to see that movie. Or I don't need to whatever it is. Or we say yeah. we didn't hit this goal and so yeah. we failed when really yes. we also hit this, you know, like, I mean, I, I know so many people who do nano and don't yes. reach their 50,000 goal and so they feel discouraged, but they got in like 40,000 right. words or something and you're like, celebrate that <laughs> a lot of work. It is. Yeah. And, and I think there's power in retelling or changing the story we tell yeah. ourselves yeah. of being able to say, look back on the year and change what that story would be. Maybe a year yeah. ago that would be, oh, I didn't make all my goals mm-hmm. and so I failed. Yeah. I feel like this year has been such a success though. Like yeah, because of too. all the unique things, I think we've brought a lot of different things into our lives yeah. that have actually brought a lot of good things, a, yes. a lot of good change, good growth. Yeah. And even if from an outside viewpoint, it's not, we yeah. talked about last year, like the sexy work, <laughs> it, it's so valuable. Yeah. And, and we can take the things, the wins from this year and continue on. And even getting to 150 episodes yeah. getting to three years of podcasting which blew my mind yeah. like all of a sudden I was working on some things that I'm like oh my goodness yes. <laughs> like this three years and after um it was interesting after talking with Jen and um Mixtus Media, Media she said something about like the work that you're doing and finding enjoyment in mm. it yeah, and not letting it be just that grinding work. And it was interesting how I think I let some, some aspects of what 
I was doing in yeah. both my life, but also in, especially like in posting, yeah. maybe get a little more grinding than it should have. Yeah. And I was able to take a step back and be like, okay, like what would be then joy bringing? Yeah. And that then kind of brought on questions of like, what would be joy bringing in the future? Mm. And so I'm trying to like continue that process of forward thinking and just being yeah. like, in 2023, what what will be that joy bringing? Yeah. And we'll talk more about that yes. next week. <laughs> but I love that so much. And I think we did do a lot this year, um, even if we didn't hit those some of the specific goals we had. It was a really good year. And we've made it three years of podcasting yes. <laughs> so, yay <laughs> friends we hope that as you look back over 2022 you take time to celebrate the things that you did do um and spend way more time doing that than you do focusing on the things that you didn't do or that you didn't the goals you didn't reach um, yes. because every step is progress and we keep learning and growing and each step takes us a little bit closer to those goals even if they're slow it's still it's still happening. It's yes. still coming. So keep reading, keep writing, and keep putting your your voice out into the world. Mm-hmm.